Chapter 1 In February 2052, in the remote long earth, on another world, under a different sky, in another universe whose distance from the datum, the earth of mankind, was nevertheless counted in the mundanity of human steps, Joshua Valiente lay beside his own fire. Hunting creatures grunted and snuffled down in the valley bottom. The night was purple velvet, alive with insects, and spiky with invisible jiggers and no that made kamikaze dives on every exposed inch of Joshua's flesh. Joshua had been in this place two weeks already, and he didn't recognize a damn one of the beasts he shared this world with. In fact, he wasn't too sure where he was, either geographically or stepwise. He hadn't troubled to count the earths he'd passed through. When you were on a solitary sabbatical, precise locations kind of weren't the point. Even after more than three decades of traveling the long earth, he evidently hadn't exhausted its wonders. Which was making him think. Joshua was going to be fifty years old this year. Anniversaries like that made a man reflective. Why did it all have to be so strange? He spoke aloud. He was alone on the planet. Why the hell not speak aloud? All these parallel worlds and stuff. What's it all for? And why did it all have to happen to me? And why was he getting another headache? As it happened, the answers to some of those questions were out there both in the strange sideways geography of the Long Earth and buried deep in Joshua's own past. In particular, a partial answer about the true nature of the Long Earth had already begun to be uncovered as far back as July of the year 2036, out in the High Megas. As long as they lived in the house in New Springfield, and it was only a few years in the end, Cassie Poulson would always try her best to forget what she'd found when she dug the cellar out back in the summer of 36. Cassie hadn't been too sure about her new world when she'd first arrived, just a year before that. Not that she was unsure of her own ability to make a home or raise a family out here in the barely explored wilds of the Long Earth, or of the relationship she had with Jeb, which was as strong and true as the iron nails he was already turning out of his forge. Nor did she doubt the folks who had walked with them all this way, an epic trek of more than a million steps from the datum, in search of a new home in one of the myriad worlds revealed just a few years back by Joshua Valiente's pioneering exploration in the very first of the Long Earth airships. No, it was the world itself that she'd had trouble with, at first, anyhow. Earthwest 1,217,000 756, was forest. Nothing but forest. It was all totally alien for a girl who'd done most of her growing up in Miami West 4, which back in those days had been little more than a minor suburb of its parent city on the datum. But it had got better as their first year wore away. Cassie had learned to her delight that there were no real seasons here, none of the summers that turned Miami West 4 into a ferocious oven and no winters to speak of either. You could just kind of relax about the weather. It would never bother you. And meanwhile, aside from the usual suite of mosquitoes and other nibbling insects, there was nothing in this forest that would harm you. Nothing worse than a fingernip from a frightened furball, 
Nothing, as long as you stayed away from the rivers where the crocodiles lurked and the nests of the big birds. And it got better yet, when she and Jeb had cleared enough ground to start planting their first crops of wheat and potatoes and lettuce and beets, and the chickens and goats and pigs started having their young, and she and Jeb had hammered together the beginnings of their own home. Yes, it was all going fine, until the day Jeb decreed they needed a cellar. Everybody knew that a cellar was a sensible precaution, both as a store and as a refuge from such hazards as twisters and bandits with stepper boxes. While Jeb and the neighbours didn't expect any trouble, well, you never knew, and it would be a comfort to have it in place before they started a family. So here was Cassie, digging in the earth with the bronze spade she'd carried with her all the way from Miami West 4, while Jeb was off with a party trying once more to hunt down a big bird. The work wasn't hard. The ground had already been stripped of tree cover and the roots dug out, and Cassie was strong, toughened up by trekking and pioneering. By early afternoon, Cassie, filthy and sweating, was digging into a hole that was already deeper than her head height, which was when her spade suddenly pushed into open air and she fell forward. 